Oh, I like the big booming intro, David. Boom, boom, ba, 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 boom. That's good. That's from Wyatt Lloyd, by the way, from a, for a, a few years ago. I've had that for it, four or five it, years. Well, so I think 4A was racing a CRG. So, yeah, definitely <laughs> a few a years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome to another edition of Face to Face here on the EKN Facebook page. Uh, our uh, new, now new, what are we? Episode 15. So we've got 15 of these in the books right now. We kind of started this thing off through the whole COVID-19 pandemic shutdown, doing Instagram Lives. We did a ton of those almost every day. We were on Instagram Live, moving it over here, of course, to Facebook, which allows us to upload it then to uh, to YouTube as well. We get to save them, and then we turn them into podcasts and, and content for the ECAN Radio Network as well. Uh, we've had some great guests on right now. And most recently, David, we've been kind of focusing on talking to track owners track managers, serious promoters to try to bring everybody up to speed so they can actually see face-to-face talking to the promoter about what's happening, how we're getting going, and what the kind of status is with those individual tracks, clubs, and series. Yeah, our episode 15, that means our program can go uh, open wheel racing now, right? Uh, <laughs> that's it. There you go. You As we were it. talking about pre-show uh, about something else. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty much we've been just kind of informing everybody of what's going on over the past three months, uh, you know, getting insights from different facilities. Cause obviously, as we know, uh, the way the pandemic has kind of unfolded, it's different depending on where you live and where, where you're working and where your race, where you want to go racing. So we've just been able to do that. So this is another episode of that. Hopefully, you know, as we get closer to June or July, we'll be able to uh, to actually be talking about races and, and getting people. I think next week we'll have uh, Greg Jasperson on. He'll be able to talk about the opening weekend of the Cup Carts North yeah. America program. Uh, so so we'll be getting able to talk about actual racing and not <laughs> just right. COVID-19 situation. Yeah. Won't that be nice? It will be. And it'll wow. be great to get out of the house and actually go to a racetrack and breathe the actual fumes and tire and, and just, just see an engine fire up again for the first I'm time. actually planning on hitting uh, the track in Hamilton with Trevor Wickens from Prime Power Team. We're going to put a cart together for me. He's got one. I'm just going to use one of their older carts to jump behind the wheel to get some seat time. I don't care what it is. I just need to put the helmet on and get some seat time for sure. I'm looking forward to that. Or, no, like like Trinity Karting Group, they pulled out a Margay shifter. When was the last time you saw a Margay shifter with a KZ on it? I mean, no come kidding. on, that's just that's just fun stuff, you know. <laughs> Whatever you got, pull it out of the garage, go race. You know, that's now is a perfect time for a lot of that to happen, you know, because especially as we've talked about in previous shows, club tracks are are where you can go racing right now, and I'm sure they're happy to uh, to take anybody. You know, we have a vintage race going on. I think next week at Newcastle. So, uh, you know, vintage racing going on all other places across the, the country. So, uh, yeah, it should be good. So everybody knows uh, who is obviously coming on here. We, we did uh, some pre-show on this. Uh, we got Mike Smith from Cal Speed Karting joining us today. California, of course, one of the states that was kind of holding on. Arizona opened up early. Uh, Indiana with Newcastle was opened early. Texas got rolling. A lot of tracks kind of under the, under the, the radar opening for practice, private practice. California finally opening up, David, which is huge. Let's bring let's bring Mike Smith in right now, the uh, track manager at Cal Speed Carding. We'll say hello to him first. Mike, how are you, my friend? It's good to see you guys. Good to see That's you guys on. as well. Good to see you as well. Uh, as we get going, we'll give a shout out to people that have dropped uh, some comments already. Tony Jump says, "Hey boys." David Waite says, "Get Trevor on here. Talk about Trevor Wickens." Well, I might do one from trackside with him. Uh, while we're at the track. So that's something we'll look at potentially next week after I get my time. Mark Trailer coming on as well. Uh, Alicia Hodap, where are you? Oh, of course, she's coming on there from the other room with the A cup. 
That doesn't mean you're A for driving, right? <laughs> What's that? That just means A for her name. That's me, A. A on my report card for my driving. A? Yeah. yeah, the Canadian A. Yeah, okay. Uh, just so we know, uh, we also are going to be doing our support carding uh, t-shirt uh, hashtag challenge draw for our first EK and swag uh, bag. We're going to have some, some EK and stuff that we're going to give out, so I'll jump on that soon. But Mike, before we jump into that, let's just, I want the first straight up, <laughs> how happy are you? that you're finally going to have carts and people out there driving around Cal speed. Uh, well, as you guys know, I, uh, I love what I do and uh, everybody we do it with here at Cal speed, everybody's got a lot of passion for it. So uh, after a solid three months of uh, not having an active Cal speed, uh, we're itching. Yeah, I bet. This is going to be awesome. All right. So let's, I'm going to jump into this thing here right now. I'm going to get this thing going. We've got everybody's name up in a piece of paper, folded it all up. Someone's going to win. Listen, we appreciate it. If the, the uh, support carding t-shirts are all still available. Go to ecardinews.com slash store. Get your t-shirts. It supports the EKN partners. 100% of the profit goes back, our net profit goes back to uh, to the people that make ecardinews happen. So we appreciate everybody who has been supporting the, the sport, whether it's through the t-shirt or just buying stuff from your local card shop. Thank you so much. Over these three months, like Mike talked about, everything was shut down. And it was amazing for everybody to do what they did and and step up so the t-shirts are still available Heidi Welk still has t-shirts available so you can order them through that uh, link that David just posted up there ecardinews.com slash store when you get your shirts here's the challenge take a picture of it post it to any of the social media channels Facebook Instagram Twitter tag ecardinews and use the hashtag support carding your name goes in the hat and we're gonna we're gonna send out hats t-shirts whatever we got we got a bunch of stuff that we're gonna end up I just I just want to thank you guys for doing this because it's awesome to scroll through my my uh, my feeds and see people do that, which is amazing. And there's a bunch of people in here. So let's let's start with the first one here. All right. Whoop. Don't forget. All right. Here's my first one here. Butterfingers. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Gaffera Racing. Caleb Gaffera Racing. They bought a bunch of stuff. They always buy lots of stuff. But Caleb Gaffera Racing. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. And again, he's out of the hat. Boom. We'll do another one. So probably another one next week. We'll, we'll do another one next week so that we'll send them a prize package and get things underway. But, folks, please do that. Please make sure you take care of the sports still. We want to get rid of all the uh, um, all of our uh, our shirts before all it's all said and done. So thank you so much. There we go. All right. Let's get back to Cal Speed Carding, man. Listen, Mike, you know, we've been talking about stuff. You guys have been doing your own podcast as well. Southern California just sitting and absolutely waiting. Uh, and I asked you before we did, the, we did the draw to have that track just sitting there. And you couldn't even have private practice. See, a lot of tracks were able to still have private practice if they were a private, you know, member-owned track or a private track. They could have practice. The big thing with you guys is the connection with 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 NASCAR, right, and the, and the actual ownership of the uh, facility. Yeah, no, for sure. With us being here at uh, Auto Club Speedway, uh, you, you talked about some people kind of maybe under the radar or whatever. The radar <laughs> is fixed. Uh, there's no under the radar here, and uh, and. Yeah, we have to make sure that everything is is by the book and make sure we get everything done correctly. And yeah, so uh, nothing going on here for about three months. And we did a pretty good job of growing some weeds and uh, having a pretty good uh, layer of dirt. Uh, every once in a while, you know, we would get a chance to do a podcast or whatever, and yeah. just, you'd see the the weeds get a little bit taller, a little bit taller. You're like, man, oh, it's a sad state of affairs. So, so kind of go into like what you were able to do. Like, were you able to do anything to the racetrack? Were you just able to come into the office and sit in the office and not go anywhere around the facility? Like, what were kind of the the, the, the guidelines and restrictions you had at being just at the facility itself? 
Uh, actually, uh, with us working here and whatnot, uh, working here, I mean, we've, we haven't been working here at all, but the fact that we were able to get in, uh, literally, it was nothing. Uh, once once we got to the point where, I think it was early uh, April or so, where the, the unemployment thing started happening, there's no income coming in for the track whatsoever, right? But the bills are still there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we had to lay everybody off, unfortunately. And uh, the fortunate side of that is obviously the way things are going with the unemployment. So uh, the, the employees were taken care of pretty well. As far as being out here, it was just watching nothing. You know, we couldn't do anything. And then you get to a point where the track hasn't been around anymore or it hasn't been running anymore. And you got so much dirt and stuff on it that there's just, there's no <clears throat> point uh, of doing anything unless you can. So yeah, it was basically close to the public hundred uh, percent. So let's talk about the reopening now. The things covered in dirt. What do you guys, what's the, what's the steps for you guys now to go out there to get this track to the point where people can get out there safely and get practice going on? When will that be? Let's, let's start with, let's start with uh, what's the date when we get started, who gets started, when do they get started? And what do you guys have to do to get the track ready? Well, what we got to do is, is uh, make sure we got a track that actually is, uh, is ready to rock. Uh, yeah. So it's been uh, some volunteering on the, uh, the, the weed game, uh, on the cleanup a little bit to make sure there's actually a clean track or whatnot. Um, but as far as the, you know, the regulations or the procedures, et cetera, basically what we've got uh, is a, a set of procedures that is kind of come down from NASCAR with it being at the, at the Autofoot Speedway. So uh, what, we've, what we're going to have is online, uh, which is actually our deal to try to have the least amount of lines and stuff like that, least amount of congregation. That's the main thing. Try to uh, eliminate an environment where you're going to have people hanging out around each other, uh, like, you know, registration lines yeah. and, uh, on the grid and stuff like that. So uh, we've got the temperature thing that we got to do. Uh, so we're going to be hitting the temperature on everybody as they roll through here. Um, we actually covered a bunch of uh, stuff in the Cal Speed Live uh, show last night, uh, which people can check out on our, our Facebook page. Uh, we'll Cal share that for you. <clears throat> Uh, and then the, uh, but yeah, you're hitting the, uh, the, um, the temperature deal. Uh, we've got, uh, the standard waivers everybody has to do, but on top of that, there's actually a COVID waiver specific from, uh, the, uh, from NASCAR that we have to do. Uh, and everybody has to hit that every single time they're here. Um, kids included that means their parents have to be here. So a little bit, call it stricter a little bit more intense uh, on uh, what we got to do to make sure we can go racing out here uh, at least uh, for what we'll be having friday saturday sunday with uh, open practice so your cart uh, owners and whatnot as well as rentals um that online reg system uh, trying to make sure we do it all online as much as possible still got to do the reg get here but some of the interaction is going to be uh, less um and then the hours are going to be a little bit different typically we would be gates at nine and we go hot as soon as we can now it's going to be gates at nine. We actually go hot at 10 and that's going to yeah. allow everybody who's working to kind of get through that registration line yeah. with everybody staying in their cars for the most part, with the exception of the on sites that kind of go up one at a time. Uh, you know what? Let's take this opportunity because I know you talked a bit about, about rental car program and you have an arrive and drive program for people that uh, maybe not know the, the full extent of what you guys do at CalSpeed. You have the racing, obviously, LAKC races there, Tricy Carter's races there. You have a lot of big races as well throughout the season in, in regular years. Uh, talk a bit about the Super Series as well. I know that's going to get going again, too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so like we said, this weekend is going to be just arrive and drive uh, rentals, if you will, and uh, uh, you know, some competition uh, carters coming out to practice. And I do know we're going to have a lot of the people from the Super Series and our Ironman Series that's going to happen next weekend on Saturday. They're coming out to practice this weekend. A lot of people haven't been in the seat 
they, like they're in the same boat we are. No one's no one's really be, they, you haven't been driving a, a cow speed sport cart in three months as well. Yep. So uh, there's gonna be a lot of people knocking the rust off uh, for the Ironman, which is our uh, our uh, one hour endurance race that we handle uh, the morning next uh, next on uh, the twentieth and uh, next uh, Saturday, yep. and then the Super Series, which is our kind of a Grand Prix heat race is mains deal. Uh, it's eleventh season, so it's been going along uh, uh, for a while here. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic program. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, we kind of touched base a little bit on what you're going to be doing protocol wise. Uh, can you give us a little more insight? Uh, is there something you're going to be doing for the grid? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you have to wear masks. Is there, are there hand washing stations? What have you guys put together trackside to kind of do all the steps you need to make things as safe as possible? Right. Well, I mean, like uh, you're going to see everywhere else on the on the planet, right? Social distancing is is the the refrain. Everybody's going to have to do the best they can. Uh, and and do their best to to keep that social distancing. And, and as a as a track or as any facility, it's our job to try to make it as easy as possible for that yeah. to happen. And uh, one of the things that we've got going on is uh, yeah, obviously on the hand washing, what have you. We've got hand washing station. We've also got um, the hand sanitizers in every single uh, restroom, so you can hit it right there uh, immediately. And then on the masks, yeah, they're required in all the common areas, right? So you got to, if you're going to be hanging out around each other, obviously the mask is right there, right? If you're in that common area mm -hmm. and the grid obviously kind of falls into that game. What we're going to try to do is try to keep the grid to a dull roar with the driver and the, uh, the alone tuner or what have you uh, allowed on that grid. So even on an open practice day, you're rolling up to the grid, you're going to go out on course. You can have that one person on the fence uh, watching. We've got it all marked all the way down the fence. You guys have been here. So, you know, it's kind of a long stretch we can put, have you got, we try to keep our practice sessions to 25, 30 people on track tops. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of space on the, uh, the fence line for everybody yeah. to have their six feet. To separate them around. That's good. That's awesome. Exactly. Uh, all right. So I'm sure that you're in touch with everybody at LAKC and Tri-C as you guys were getting to the point where you were ready to go and, and get started. What was the, what was the schedule discussion like after that with both, with both programs kind of vying for dates? Well, the, the nice thing is we got a really good relationship with uh, LAKC and Tri-C, uh, yeah. Nathan and Trich over at Tri-C, and obviously the Musgraves over there, uh, especially uh, Willie and Billy uh, for LAKC. And it, it was constant, like, hey, so are we open yet? Are we open yet? And then once we got to this point, it wasn't like we had notice. We were literally closed. This time last last week, we were it was no chance. We weren't, we weren't opening. And then the governor put out the, uh, the deal on Friday, and there we go. We're rocking and rolling. <laughs> we got the absolute confirmation from NASCAR on Monday and there we go. So now we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, and it's obviously been, how do we get going? The schedule has been kind of the secondary thing, but uh, for, for June, it was kind of a, it's a ramp up process. Uh, so while we haven't had a bunch of time to dive into it, we're basically looking at is the calendar as it was from say July on pretty much going to be the way it is. Not, Official yet? I gotta actually work into it. Just trying to get through the weekend right now. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, yeah, we're trying to get some fill-in dates for the the Tri-C guys. Normally run Saturday only. Into some double headers. They actually announced their stuff yesterday. Again, the existing dates basically being double headers. They will actually get back into the game. Um, August first, second uh, is going to be their first shot. Um, and actually, what worked out worked out for them is the the Speedway hosts a couple of concerts. And those concerts got canceled, which opened up dates where we would normally have to be closed down. So they were able to slot into the first, second date uh, and be able to get right in there. And actually, the weekend immediately prior to them is July, or excuse me, uh, July 26th, I think. That would yeah. be LAKC's 
first return back. They're actually, they were slated for the 27th of June. It's just a little early uh, to be trying to do a competition carding here. So we're going to ramp up with open practice and arrive and drive stuff. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. The Vinco Tires is entering its fifth season as the leading cart tire in North America. Manufactured by MG Tires, Avinco is the dedicated brand established for Supercarts USA and International Cart Federation competition. The Avinco Tire is available in two compounds. The Avinco Red SKM is the medium compound tire utilized in shifter and tag categories. The Avinco Blue SKH is a harder compound designed for cadet divisions as well as the popular Briggs & Stratton 206 and KA100 categories. Coming soon will be a new homologation for the tire brand. The new Avinco compounds will have increased performance standards and extended durability when they make their debut here in the U.S. Dealers all across North America have Avinco tires in stock today. To be part of the dealer network, call 951-491-0330 or visit avincotires.com to learn more. Avinco, conquer every corner. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Dave, do you have the schedules written down there? I think, did you have those down to to be able to help? uh, (coughs) Yeah, as he said, August 1st and 2nd is what Tri-C announced for for their opening rounds and then another double header september 19th through the 20th and then october 3rd through 4th uh rounding out uh three double headers for them um as he said lakc july 26th they'll go to august 23rd september 13th october 18th and then the uh there's a to be determined in uh november and december i'm assuming it depends on uh you know how things are with not only your schedule but Obviously, the schedule of other surrounding events, such as Rock the Rio, Super Nats, and other events as well. Yeah, exactly. At this point, uh, what, what's what's on the calendar and what we had for sure, okay, the TBAs are heavy TBA. because we just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's still a fluid situation, right? Like I said, last week we weren't open. This week we're going to try to, and uh, as we both know, or we all know that things change quick around here. So yeah. we'll see how it goes, and hopefully for the positive. 
So in the off season, obviously one of the off season in this uh, this shutdown, this COVID nineteen shutdown, one of the things we've been able to do at Acardi do is kick out a bunch of different content, right? We've started off our fifteenth episode now, this face to face. We did a lot of Instagram live stuff, a ton of podcasts as well. Uh, you jumped in there as well, Cal Speed Live. You've got your own full caster podcast. Talk a little bit about the stuff that you've been doing, you and the crew have been doing to kind of make sure you connect with people that still race. Well, and I guess that's a, that's it, right? Connect with them, right? Yeah. The, the Karting's a huge community. It's a, everybody wants to be hanging out and with the, the stay at homes and all that kind of stuff, and just not being able to have any events. It's it's tough, man, because we want to hang out, we want to say hi, and whatnot. That, that face-to-face stuff is really cool. You know, getting a chance to. Well, I mean, seeing you guys isn't so hot, but you know, seeing <laughs> well, other people is pretty cool. Good stuff. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the, the Cal Speed Live thing is something that uh, we started last year um, just to kind of recap shows, preview shows, and stuff like that. And ironically, we were just off of our biggest episode uh, in February, and then this <laughs> everything happened. And yeah. uh, it, it's, it's just a really cool way to kind of stay in touch socially with everybody on the Cal Speed Live and when we're going racing, recap what's going on, give shout outs to people who run either our arrive and drive LAKC or Tracy and just talk about different stuff. So it's a lot of fun and just feel to kind of put a spotlight on uh, different drivers around the area. Um, and then the podcast thing is just something that uh, Derek Escobel, the uh, uh, operations manager around here that uh, I work with and you guys know uh, <laughs> for <laughs> various reasons. Heather's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, some might call him Escabebel. Escabebel. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and, and obviously uh, anybody from around here knows he's also a pretty damn good wheel man as well yeah. and, and go out there and get things done. But him and I actually started a, a podcast. We had this idea about this time last year. We should do a podcast, you know, but just kind of have conversations with people and get to know them. And I'll tell you, man, that has been such a uh, so much fun. Because, right? for, for instance, uh, one of our favorite episodes was with Matt Johnson right national champion right now for uh, for masters and you be around the guy you know the guy uh as being at the track or whatnot but you don't know him and so getting a chance yeah. to just have that you know kind of origin stories and stuff like that it's just man it's a blast it's a lot of fun that podcast that uh, full caster podcast uh, it's, it's there it is one. have a look at it folks uh you know and we did the same thing right one of my early uh instagram lives i had a chance to go back and talk with uh with James Hinchcliffe and we talked about his, you know, his, oh. his, uh, his, uh, origin story. And I keep using the, I love the origin story. I want to hear how someone got into the sport. Right. And you go back, Matt right. Johnson's been doing this for how many years, 30 years, probably, if not, if not more. Um, yeah, he just, just turned 40 and, uh, he's been doing it since he was about 12 and yeah. we, we finished the episode. It was damn near three hours long and we could have kept going, but we had another recording. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> part one, part two, right. <laughs> Yeah, and we're looking for three, four, five. Keep going. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Hey, just for people now, where do you guys where do you guys put that? Where can people go if they want to listen to the full caster podcast? You can actually jump on any of your standard uh, stuff: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. But okay. uh, uh, the URL for us is uh, fullcasterpodcast uh, slash uh, buzzsprout dot com. So right, cool. Dave, Well, I was going to say that. I think it helps with the with the Cal Speed Live because you you bring you bring a number of components together because you have the competition side of things with with as you said LAKC Tri C stuff but but the 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 sport cart stuff that you do with the Ironman and the Super Sport C I mean we're talking big numbers I mean we're talking over what probably two hundred drivers that come to you throughout throughout a month to to do that correct Yeah maybe even more to be honest with you uh, wow, because we sure. have the art. 
Yeah, the Iron Man series, uh, which is 30 people on track max. Uh, and then we have the Super Series, which we do 90 entries max. And then our Sprint Series, which is kind of a, uh, a rung below that, right? It's like our, our Indy Lights or what have you. They, yep. And they kind of get, they graduate up and that's got 90 people. Man. So we, we kind of, we joke around that we're, you know, maybe the, the third largest <laughs> club in California with the Raven <laughs> Well, the cool thing is, that, and of course, a lot of this was born out of the fact that when they closed the Dromo One indoor car track uh, in Orange, right? It was a fantastic track. The indoor stuff had a great league going on. Kind of guys kind of got dialed in with Rob and, and fired this thing up at Cal Speed. Look, the interesting thing we you know we all talk about indoor karting and how it can kind of feed outdoor karting. This is just absolutely ideal because they're on the racetrack, they're at the facility. Uh, at times, they're able to potentially see it on a, on a mixed practice day. They're able to see guys racing full competition carts. When you're talking about a ladder system, you guys are working the way up your, into your program. How many guys do you see jump out of that into full, full-time full karting? Are you guys doing such a great job with the experience of it that they're staying in the Super Series in the Ironman? No, we're the best. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're absolutely the best. We don't. Uh, <laughs> Pat uh, yourself on your back. It's okay. <laughs> uh, and actually, to, to your point, origin story, right? Yeah, yep. Dromo One was that uh, was uh, where it all kind of started. They kind of shut down about the time the Super Series started back in 2010, and it's just been ramping up ever since then. But uh, yeah, uh, absolutely, there's a ladder system. You got people just uh, kind of checking things out, whether they came from an indoor center or what have you. Uh, then they'll come out here, maybe do a race clinic, kind of figure it out. And a lot of them, uh, well, a lot of them, uh, there's a few that'll come out like, oh man, I'm the best K1 or what have you. And they come out here and just get murdered. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, it's different. It's a different story. So Talk about they, bigger uh, yeah, exactly. Right. They do the clinic sprint series, move on to the super series, maybe do Ironman, et cetera. Uh, and then, yes, do we see some people move on? I'll tell you, uh, especially after the 206 program yeah. uh, started kicking off uh, with Tricy and whatnot, we do see some people, uh, uh, we see more people move up. And then with our CSK racing team, uh, we've actually had a lot of people graduate into that and then do other things as well. But the 206 thing has really blossomed. Um, even with KA, we've seen some of the, the again, with the ladder. Yeah. You go from the arriving drive to the 206. I was just going to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Slots right into KA, which in my opinion is basically the two-stroke 206, if you will. The racing's yeah. very similar. What else you got, David? I'm going to grab something here real quick. Oh, oh that's great. That's <laughs> great. I think he's grabbing the helmet. I don't know. Or <laughs> who knows? Maybe, maybe some photo. Uh, I don't, I think we kind of covered everything, uh, other than iRacing, you know, we haven't covered any iRacing because you seem to be doing some coaching and I don't think it's really helping, uh, certain clients that you, that you're working with. Whoa. Yeah. It's uh well, you know, it's pro bono and you know, when you don't get paid, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a 5% help. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. And we're talking about Derek who jumped into it and actually the iRacing thing is, is, is really cool. And, uh, I actually did it heavily uh from end of 14 through uh beginning of 17 and then ironically started karting again uh in 206 uh getting an opportunity from rlv to do kpx and whatnot and the wife was like hey so if you're going to be racing real life do you really need to do that all the time and yeah as you guys know if you want to be good at anything you put time in iRacing is no different and uh it's gonna be interesting to see what happens we all start going racing again how many people do the <laughs> iRacing thing still uh, I hope it uh, doesn't die off because it's a hell of a lot of fun. Hey, listen. Speaking of your uh, your actual coaching abilities, I will give a, I'll give a shout out for you because a couple of years ago you gave me the chance to come up and race with you guys, the the, the CSK team, uh, on one of the VLRs. And you know, we obviously all your guys went out for the track walk. I think it was the first Tri C race about two or three, maybe three years ago. And 
Right. The 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 whole uh, the group underneath the way you guys were able to take care of it, the track walk was actually fantastic. I remember I remember finishing the track walk up, going, "Man, that was it was really in depth. It was solid, and I and had a, I personally had have never driven that track. I had a really good feel for it. So I'll give you a shout out there. That was a really great experience. Thanks, that was fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, it's a, coaching's a hell of a lot of fun too, and and those who can't, right? Uh, but uh, I try to. <laughs> I, I, it's. I, I think you're Cole, you'd be a too. great coach. I, I would. <laughs> I keep trying to tell my kids I know what I'm doing, but they don't listen. <laughs> uh, you keep coloring outside the lines. You got to yeah. stay in the lines. But, yeah, uh, the coaching things a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, here's what I was thinking. What I reached back for was uh, I think we're going to do the EKN Fast Five with uh, with Mike Smith. <laughs> okay. I think that'd be a good answer to reach out because I don't, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't know what, what I can actually say. But uh, before we jump that, we'll cap things off with that. What else we got going? Uh, anybody, uh, anything else you guys want to hit on right now? Do we talk about Mike? Because he's going to, you're not going to get a chance to race this year, are you? Uh, yeah. I mean, the timing of this thing is kind of tough. We are actually uh, planning on doing some racing this weekend, the regional tour. And unfortunately, fortunately, and unfortunately, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, uh, stoked that we're going, we're rolling again this weekend and kind of get back into the swing. This is, love doing this love being here this is the best uh but you know selfishly sure yeah i want to go racing and want to shot another championship and, and you know get ready for the races in the fall and uh it's not going to happen this weekend that kind of kills my championship so hopefully we just uh maybe hit some stuff here and there get ready and hopefully we can be around and hopefully the races are going to go off without a hitch in the fall yeah those are my hope that's that's my hope but I'm not going to be doing a whole lot of seat time. I don't think uh, outside of a sport cart and some yeah. practices, unfortunately. Yeah. Again, that's for, I think for a lot of people, I know David and I, David and I are lucky. We do have, I think four, three or four races that we were, we're able to still lock in, but you never know what's going to come down the pipe to change things that could potentially alter that too, which is tough. Yeah. As you guys know, if you're on this side of the fence to get on track and actually be a part of what you love to be a part of, man, it's tough. And you know, Rob Niles, who, uh, runs Cal Speed. Uh, you know, he's he's the best, and he's always given me an opportunity to uh, to do what I love to do, not only for work, but also if I get a chance to get behind the the wheel. And I ask, he says yes. And this is a situation where he's like, "I know you want to go, baby, but this yeah, isn't going to be the time. one." And you know, and when you say yes all the time, you got to take a no every once in a while. <laughs> That's uh, very it's, true. That's very true. Good. I oh, hear right. no all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're so upset about losing the Howden all the time. When yeah. you do get out there, you just man, I know. Hey, don't, hold on. Don't, don't make it happen. Name me <laughs> name me one race I've said no. There's gotta be some. I I just can't think of them right now. <laughs> He's let your uh, iRacing career take off without any issue, right? That's just- yeah, that that I have to deal with the boss upstairs. Hey, we've we've <laughs> even done we've even done races where I've done his job. For a little bit because he was actually racing on a trackside live weekend uh, now now let's hold on now mind you I he still doesn't say, do my job as well as i do it but i shouldn't say racing <laughs> because driving off the racetrack in the gravel at, at, at phoenix isn't really racing you know it's you have to be no, on the it's, racetrack it's pushing the limits right <laughs> as a coach would tell you yeah <laughs> yeah but you find the limit david and then you step back off the limit you don't keep driving over the limit driving over the limit and driving over the limit like it every time just- it was the start. Give me a break. I was I was trying to go full throttle and it didn't work. Every time someone was off the racetrack, I knew who to call. I didn't have to look. I just oh, David Cole off the track again. And Beer had the photos to match it. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. right. Must be David. That David. Yeah, you didn't even have to look. Driver off. David Cole at the race track. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. 25 years of experience, 25 years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners, and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts, and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Car Challenge, Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Karting Championship in NorCal. From Rock to Miami to Briggs, rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more. From coast to coast, IAMI has become the two-cycle engine of choice for American karting. The air-cooled 60cc Swift engine for micro and mini drivers provides the foundation for future lifelong IAMI drivers. The incredible IAMI X30 power play for junior, senior, masters has provided stability in our sport since 2014, and it remains one of the most dependable packages today. In between is the KA100, perfect for club programs, and it's quickly becoming the most competitive division at the national level. IAMI is the spec two-cycle power plant for the Scusa Winter Series and Pro Tour, as well as the Pro Card Challenge, Los Angeles Karting Championship, KPX Karting Championships, and the International Kart Federation sanctioned programs throughout the western half of the U.S. Based in Temecula, California, IAMI USA West is the official distribution center and provides dealers and customers with fast and friendly service for all your IAMI products. For more information, head to IAMIUSAWest.com. Miami, the heart of cart. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. All right, let's let's do this. We haven't done this with you before. We're at thirty nine minutes. This is the this this is the EKN Fast Five, my friend. Uh, some big dogs have done this. We did it with actually Hinchcliffe as well, which was great. Uh, are you ready for the Fast Five? Yeah, sounds like I'll be in decent company. You'll be all right. All right, Mike Smith, EKN Radio Fast Five. What was your first cart? Question number one, and give us some detail. Uh, uh, it was a tracker. Uh, it was actually a prototype chassis. Uh, it was a guy named Elmer. I was 12. My dad actually worked it off. Uh, it was a little, little shop in Canby, Oregon. I actually started at Pat's Acres of yep. uh, the Portland Karting Association. Uh, the little bit I remember was it was a tracker formula a and it was the the frame rails were actually in an, an a they went all the way as one single rail all the way around from the back to the front and then wow. the uh yokes went off of that um did pretty good in that in junior one four cycle uh but uh and it was i remember um 
was powder coated red, had virtually no adjustment whatsoever. And um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. about all I remember on that thing. Okay, so you've been racing for a while since you were 12, obviously, indoor, outdoor. Um, question number two, what's your favorite kart track? Oof, favorite kart track. Um, man, that's tough. Um, I'll actually say, because uh, to your point, I've done a bunch of, uh, uh, I've probably done more tracks indoor mm -hmm. uh, than I have outdoor. Um, ironically, I still haven't run at places like Adams or Paris or Granger, any of the stuff that's right around here. That's it's funny. only been Cal Speed. Um, but uh, indoor, I got to give a shout out to um, actually Victory Lane Karting in uh, in Charlotte. Uh, yeah which is uh, Fred Ogrim's place, and they would always change the track and whatnot. But some of the most fun I've ever had at the 24 Hours of Charlotte was there. Uh, but for outdoor, man, that is tough. I'm, I'm pretty partial to uh, to Pat's Acres. Uh, that that place is a lot of fun. Um, it's just a lot of memories uh, growing up and, and actually doing arrive and drive leagues and stuff like that later. Yeah. Pat's Acres. Pats. I like that. It's a fantastic racetrack for sure. Uh, question number three. What is the biggest win in your karting career? Man. Machismo. That's, <laughs> that's a big that's win. A pretty solid. There's a big big anchor on that team. Uh, <laughs> no, by anchor, you mean I anchored the effort. Yeah. Hey, I got my one stint <laughs> Come in to bed. 30 minutes. Done. <laughs> to be fair, I was surprised you even did it because you were on the. We're talking about machismo at uh, the Rio, at, at, the Rio uh, yeah. at night. So you <laughs> were yelling on the mic all day and then hung out for a little bit. Man, and I came down in the morning. Too. I came down in the yeah, morning. Yeah, it was, was early. Yeah, that was the indoorkartingnews.com team. That was fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That no, that was probably my my worst win uh, of <laughs> yeah. all the wins. No, you really, you uh, weren't really, you weren't really a part of it. No. Gene Hoy, I think, kind of carried us. Yo, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's great too. Oh man. I mean, honestly, I think the, the first big win for me and probably one that, that it really has some great memories is actually it's, it was indoor and it was, uh, the 2008 indoor karting championship, yep. uh, the national championship. The U.S. Indoor um, karting championship. You were actually there. Yep. You called it. And, uh, and just that, that whole vibe and then you being there and just amping things up. And again, it being my kind of my first thing that I got a chance to, to win on that kind of, it was a big stage at the time and yeah. uh, it was pretty damn cool. Well, um, you know, and, and then, yeah, even though the, yeah. I was going to say, let me, let me, let me, I was gonna say, even though the, uh, okay, <laughs> go ahead. people don't understand how big of a race that was because obviously everybody's in the outdoor world at that time, indoor karting was big. There was leagues, at, we had like 10 or 11 leagues on indoorkartingnews.com. There was a U.S. championship. Yeah. People were coming in from Oregon, from California, from Florida, um, from Victory Lane, right? From from Charlotte. Yeah. Like everywhere people were coming in for this race. Yeah. And the cool thing about the indoor deal, it was like a three-day deal, all the heat races, the super final, and you were always swapping different carts. And the beauty of that to be fast yeah. there is you had to be able to adapt. Sometimes you got a great cart. Sometimes you got a piece of shit. And it was the it was the people that could make the POS go fast that ran up front because they they were able to take that crap yeah. cart and get a top five. That was that was such an amazing event. People don't don't understand how great it was. We're all hanging around the track the entire day. It was yeah. amazing. 
Yeah, no, it was it was so much fun. That yeah. and again, like I said, the that the atmosphere. It's not unlike what you would have in any big competition karting event. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a national championship. Like you said, people from all over the, oh, the country were there. And freaking good. Freaking good drivers. And uh, a lot of them I know have gone on and done other stuff. But uh I'd say that and then um uh, the the again that feeling of being at a big event uh last year's uh, Streets of Lancaster was pretty damn cool. Um even though uh yeah, I mean I didn't have to race anybody a bunch, just the way it worked out for me. Uh, but still, man, to, to come out of that final corner and know you got the double checker is pretty damn cool. That was cool, no doubt. All right, let's go this one here. You have a long career, so find this one. I don't know if it's going to be new, it's going to be older. Question number four for the EK and Fast Five. Who is your biggest rival? Oof, biggest rival. Uh, indoor, uh, it was it was probably um, – uh, depending on what we were doing, but um, there's a there's a kid named uh, Truman Godfrey uh, that was actually a local at uh, Air, the Arizona track, and and uh, he was before I kind of came in. He was probably the guy, uh, yeah. and uh, and so that would say that probably that guy. And then outdoor and more recently, and and great, I would say rivalry because I always wanted to beat him whenever I got on course would be John Crow. Uh, got a chance to go wheel to wheel with him in both 206 and ka and the amount that i learned from him and just the mental game i'm playing because we're not going as fast and while he's he's a freaking wheel man as everybody knows the name john crow and to try to beat somebody of his talent mentally uh god dang was a hell of a lot of fun for for a couple years there we got a chance to race each other so yeah john crow but not a bad one it was it was a great rivalry and he's older than you much so <laughs> i had to win <laughs> you, should, you should try to tell cole how that works yeah <laughs> all right question number five we'll wrap it up here uh number five who has been your biggest mentor or influence well i think you could probably depending on what kind of part of things yeah. you could pick a bunch of different people right uh when i was uh I think you know I wouldn't be uh, who I am uh, and in in racing and my outlook on stuff like that. So I'd say probably the person who made the biggest influence on me uh, would be my dad, uh, Kevin Smith. Um, he uh, he doesn't do a lot of racing. Uh, he's a just a crazy smart mechanic and whatnot, and did everything for me. But more than that, it was the the values that he instilled in me when we were when I was a kid. You know, sportsmanship being a big deal, and and I think that's I got I gotta say uh, my dad because of those those things that I learned in karting literally was just when I was a kid going racing with him out of the back of a pickup that carry on today and how I teach people and how yeah. I want people to run and how I try to run the show and uh, yeah it's got to be got to be him and and how big sportsmanship is and, and everything I do. Dude, that's awesome. You did it. You can fast five. Thanks, Mike. That was great. All right, guys. What do you got? What do you got, Cole? We're pretty much wrapped up here. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, pretty much it. Uh, wish you well for this weekend. I hope uh, things go well. I hope people listen and, and do what they need to do. And, and you know, the, the weekend should go as smoothly as possible. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And uh, real quick, just to make sure everybody's on the same page. We've got uh, more information on calspicarding.com coming, um, whether it be the Facebook page, the website. Uh, we're actually doing, uh, like I said, we're doing the online reg. We're making videos to show you how to do that. We're really trying to make this process, which is going to be, if we want to compare it, 
more inconvenient, a bigger pain in the butt, all that kinds of crap. But it's still what we got to do. And we're going to try to make it as painless as possible. And with a little bit of patience is going to go a long way. So uh, keep, stay on top of all of our you know, social media, website, and everything like that. You have questions. Don't just get upset or keep it to yourself. Let us know. Let's see if we can make the, the process as good as possible. That's how you make things better, right? Some feedback. Give, give us constructive feedback, and then we can make it better. Don't bitch about it. Just Absolutely. tell us what we can do, right? Absolutely. All right, Mike, man. Thank you so much for joining us from Fontana. We appreciate it. Uh, good luck this weekend, as David said. Uh, get you guys out racing. Have some fun. You get, to, you get to hear the engines again. You get to smell the two-stroke mixture. It's time to get back to racing. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what um, – it's going to be so good knowing that you guys can't, you know, just being able to soak it up. I get to, you guys can't, it's wow. stuck over there. Well, I take that back. That's not true. You're learning quickly. You're good on this show. Yeah. Oh, Hey, I, I have to, I have to shout out. I talked about not doing a lot of racing or whatnot, but I got to throw it back to the, the helmet there. Stilo, uh, Stilo USA and Jay Braxton give me an opportunity with that thing. Still going to be wearing the lid as much as possible around here and, and trying to uh, promote the, the Stilo brand, which is, absolutely the best so yeah so if, if you're at cal speed this weekend you're trying to trying to find mike smith he's the guy walking around with shorts a t-shirt and a, and a stilo helmet on <laughs> yeah i actually never did they said masks i'm like got it, I it it's perfect. <laughs> mike thanks for joining us buddy i appreciate it thanks guys all right mike, that is uh mike smith from cal speed cardi great to have him here and, and david so good to have uh, um to have california carding getting rolling again. That's a, it's a, you know, it's part of the hot, of the hot spots where they get one of the core components, core communities for carding in the U S and to get that going again. That's big. Yeah. As we mentioned at the beginning of the show, some tracks have been a little bit under the radar. Uh, but when you, when you open, uh, you know, a facility that's well known like this, and as he said, he's, he's working directly with the ownership of auto club speedway. And that's, that's corporation after corporation, yeah. you know, so everything has to go down the order to get back to him. And, and, you know, thankfully they're now, you know, obviously the way that NASCAR and IndyCar now have been able to open up, you know, it pr provides this opportunity now for, for their facility, the uh, Cal speed karting track to actually open up and, and get going as well. Yeah. And look for this, look for the domino, right? The cascade effect of all the tracks in Northern California, everybody to start getting rolling again. We'll reach out and see if we can't talk to the folks at Sonoma raceway as well to find out what's going on at the Sim Racecraft Performance Karting Center. I'm sure they'll be getting rolling in soon, but uh, it's great to see him going. Great to see a lot of racing coming uh, this weekend. We know, we know we had Andy Saisman on. He's going to have his California Rock Championship getting rolling next weekend in Phoenix. So awesome to have some of the, not just clubs, David, but some of the regional series getting rolling as well. Yeah, as I mentioned before, Cup Carts North America got going last weekend. Uh, stuff in Florida is going to be going up pretty soon. Uh, Ontario, what's that? Buckeye this weekend. Buckeye, who we talked with on Monday uh, or, or whatever day it was. I, I'm losing track of what day we are. Tuesday. Tuesday. Look at, look, at your, look at your calendar. I know, but I don't have the actual day we talked to him written right. down. I know. It was a mistake. Because um, we I was thinking about next week when we have our, our Monday, Wednesday, Thursday show program. So, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, we're slowly getting back to, uh, to where we want to be with, with the sport. Yeah, no doubt about that. Shout out to everybody that came on to say hello. Tony Jump, Dave Waite, uh, uh, Mark Trailer, MGM Chassis, they, they came on. Uh, April Paul saying hello. We'll get them on a show coming up here real soon. Mike Wagner from Wagner Race Products, who supplied me with my Sim PC when mine went down. I was trying to start calling iRacing events. Of, I've did 30 iRacing events so far. I'm doing another one on Sunday for 31 and 32 on Monday. So 
Try to keep myself sharp. Heidi Welk came on and said hello. Derek Escabel. Escabel. Uh, Shout out to Brian Williamson up in uh, in Washington State. Elaine St. Clair. Andy Saisman came on to say hello, and he was talking about how fat you are. So I don't know. No, I thought he was talking about how fat. No, Mike I think is. he was. I think he was. Well, maybe, maybe. Because he was. He was saying how Crow is really thin and how Mike is not thin. I think That's is true. what he was trying to say. Well, he's a plus size model. He's a plus plus size model. <laughs> wow, I was going. I was going hard. You went. Oh, I, mean, I thought you meant Andy. Sorry. <laughs> oh, true. That's a, wow, man. He's uh, a crown. He's a crown royal size, right? I like that. Yeah. All right, folks, thanks for joining us again. At the start of the broadcast here, we did uh, our first draw. We'll do another one next week. Uh, Caleb Gaffaro Racing, who ordered a ton of stuff, uh, our shirts, our support carding T-shirts. They're still available, uh, ecardinews.com slash store. All the proceeds from these T-shirts go all to the EKN partners in the industry, and we thank you for that. Uh, kind of help them with what they're doing here. They've been supporting us, those that have stayed with us through this time. We thank these guys so much because without them, there wouldn't be any e-carding news. That's what it comes down to. David wouldn't have a job. I wouldn't have a job. And we'd both be doing something not near as fun. <laughs> David, good Ooh. stuff, buddy. It is Thursday, almost to the weekend. It is Thursday, yes. Thursday, and uh, we got a bunch of shows coming next week as well, too. Yeah, we're going to try to do one of our This Week in Carding shows actually here live as well because we turned that into a Facebook page anyway. So rather into, a, uh, into an e-carding news radio network program a podcast so let's do it we'll get, we'll get on here and they get to look at your ugly mug for a while dave yeah that's the, that's the only downside i have to it because people don't want to look at me especially you especially with that haircut thankfully you're wearing a hat i look uh, good <laughs> but uh monday yeah monday i am getting a haircut so i will actually look good so that, that that's, that'll it's, be it's pretty rough right now oh uh, well what do you mean it's rough i mean it's, uh, you that's know, as long it's, as i've ever I mean, seen it uh, it's, it's winter ever. time. It's a winter time here. I've never seen it that long before. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I should be a surfer dude now, right? Dude, look at that. Get some get some product in there. Get uh, that thing waved up. That looks yeah. good. <laughs> it's the grays on the side, though, that are bad. Yeah, welcome, buddy. Here yeah. comes the salt and pepper. I know. That's it. You're going to be Supermaster's age in a couple years. <laughs> Five, four more years. That's funny. I was actually playing. I'll wrap this up. I was playing golf with uh, last week with... Uh, uh, a guy named Jonathan Erlen, who was a top racer in in uh, in Canada and the U.S. in the in the late '90s, and he and I were laughing the fact that uh, the, the, when I covered when I started covering Jonathan and Daniel DeLeo and some of these guys, Jesse Lamont, they were they were young. They were like eight nine years of age in cadet. Now I have to race against them in Masters. I'm getting old. You are. You are. I'm getting old. I keep I'm reminding old. you that every day. I don't feel old though, David. I feel fantastic. Well, as you mentioned, wasn't it so the uh, the happy hour with Howden that we played on the EKN radio network was from 2005 is when my dad turned 50 that day. Yeah, yeah he, he's not he's not 50 anymore. That's for and now sure. I'm older than your dad was. Yes. Back then. Maybe that's why your voice has gone lower. Uh, my, my voice was pretty high. It was kind of squawky back then. <laughs> you know, it's when they drop more. I <laughs> I also have 15 years of experience from that time too. I'd only been announcing for about seven years at that point. So yeah, wow. 15 years of wear and tear, I think, is more what it what it boils down to. David Waite says, Did you call the Oktoberfest in 1998? I actually did. I was racing Yamaha that year. I won Oktoberfest. Was that the year with with you like this? And 1997 going, no. 1997, I won the Oktoberfest Grand Prix. I beat Tony Ventresca and I beat Mark Miller as well. Yeah. Mark Miller, that's he's gone a little farther than he's gone a little farther than I have. (laughs) Yeah, it's your claim to fame is beating Mark Miller. 
Still one of the coolest races in Canada. At one point, it was the single, the largest single one-day four-cycle race in Canada at uh, the Waterloo Regional Car Club. We'd have 180, 190, 200 drivers. It was awesome. It was a lot of big dogs in one that, that race, which was cool. Always fun to always fun to be in that one. And it snowed every once in a while. So, yeah. So you got that. I had that. All right, folks. We're gonna wrap this thing up again. We got three face to faces coming next week. The this week in karting. Uh, we're going to grab a hold of Greg Jasperson from Cup Carts North America, as David had mentioned, talk about the race they've just had. We'll talk about the remaining events of the Champions Cup, and then we'll talk about the uh, Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals on October the 2nd and 3rd. They're expecting over – he's saying over 300 racers. That's He's being conservative. We had 280 last race. I'm thinking 350, but I don't know whether or not they're going to be able to handle it. That's a lot. I just – where are they going to fit it in? Because it's just such a, ma a massive race. Anyways – that's in October. We'll have our second annual Rob Howden's Burger Smash that weekend as well. Raise some money for Riley Kids. And then on Thursday, we're going to talk to the good folks at Racing for Vets. That's going to be a really cool story. You're going to want to turn, tune into that one. If you can't tune in because we're in the middle of the day, maybe you're at work, whatever it may be, all of these go up onto YouTube. David then, of course, has it as an MP3 as well. That goes on the ECAN radio network for a day, and then we turn it into a podcast as well. So lots of opportunities to consume our face-to-face -face content. Lots of different channels, different areas, different ways of taking it all in. There it is. Folks, if you're not going back to racing, get your stuff ready to go. Order something from a cart shop. Get yourself ready because we are all going racing real soon. We're here almost into the middle of June. Lots of racing going on, some regional racing this week, next week, and coming on. Our sport's firing back up. But please, take care of each other. Social distancing, stay apart. No high fives to the track. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Let's be smart. We have to do all the right stuff. We have to do all the I was right social stuff. distancing from you. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were leaning over to fart on me. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, right, no, I'm social oh, distancing. You got to go the other way. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Thanks for joining us, folks. Here, this is what you know, I this is what I did at that, that happy hour with Howden podcast. My old sign off used to be to the inside, book it.